give you guys vertigo here, but it's fascinating. Yep. Hello and welcome to a special NASA social edition of Today in Space. I'm your host, Alex Giorfanos, and uh, just to talk about the NASA social real quick, I've had a few days to kind of process it and put everything in my mind uh, and go back through it and actually was just going through the footage the other night and it I got tingles from a few of the the, the videos, uh, just like I was I was concerned that some of the video wasn't going to be able to capture uh, what it was like, and, and there's definitely some of that. I mean, the rocket launch is definitely a perfect example, right? The the brightness of that of that uh, thruster coming out of the bottom, the 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 it's so overwhelming, and then the sound of a rocket launch. Those things are not captured, but things like we're going to talk about in this week's episode, uh, some of the greatness of the engineering marvel that is. Uh, what NASA has done and and still has the potential to do and, and and just the sheer size of things in space I was so happy to see that the GoPro that we're filming this episode with right now uh, captured some of that and um, this first episode I'm really really excited about and I don't even have to do much talking because uh, what was recorded speaks for itself but Let's talk about a few of the things that I 3D printed that made this possible. So um, for the NASA social in general, uh, we had this uh, SpaceX Dragon capsule 3D printed beforehand. We did it in uh, PLA plastic from uh, the same company that actually makes my 3D printer, uh, Prusa Research. Uh, so this is the, the Prusa Mint, their filament. Uh, really, really nice stuff. It printed really well, especially on their machine. And which needs upgrading. I, I will say that we have to get that up to the Mark 2.5s soon, so uh, we can do multi multicolor. Plus, it's it it has been used thoroughly. So, anyways, we 3D printed this. This was great. This was fun to pass around to people who were close by. Um, just a good visual way to help explain science and 3D printed, so people love that. Um, so that was really cool. This came in handy. This is actually the Dragon 2 capsule, uh, but we're going to be using this in the show in the future here. Um, but the thing that made today's episode possible was this GoPro handle here, and we're going to have uh, um, the actual name of the artist on Thingiverse, because these are all free models that are available online on a website called Thingiverse, where you actually download these files and you can 3D print them uh, at home yourself. It's this whole movement with 3D printing that, you know, uh, there's... People are willing to give their models for free so that other people can 3D print them. Um, so this is one of them. And so this is a GoPro handle uh, here, and it, it literally has a thread here. So we literally just took it off the bed and went in there uh, and screwed it in after it was printed. I had to shave and sand down some of these because it was just too tight at the end, but it worked. Um, and so this is the same material that the dragon was made of. And then this right here, Ugh. okay. This is the handle, and we actually printed it in flexible filaments. You can see that it actually bends, and it was a great grip when we were holding this in our tour of the vehicle assembly base. So the vehicle assembly base, uh, for those that don't know, is the 
building at NASA where they have assembled some of the greatest rocketry to ever be created. The uh, Saturn V was assembled inside there. You know, so the entire Apollo program was, was assembled in that base uh, and processed. And they also built the space shuttle. Uh, it, they assembled the, the space shuttle in there. And one of the really fascinating things uh, was that apparently, and you, you'll hear this in this, in this tour, but um, the space shuttle was actually designed, the wingspan of the shuttle, they, want, they would have liked to have gone bigger because it would have given them more gliding um, uh, an ability. Because obviously when you're coming back in with the space shuttle, there's no propulsion. You're just gliding yourself back in. Um, so a longer wingspan would have, a wider wingspan would have made that easier, but they wouldn't have been able to fit it in the vehicle assembly base. So they designed the wingspan based on how much they could fit into this giant, massive building that you're going to see here in just a second. Um, but this was... This was, I think, the moment during the tour that, that I just had to take a second to realize how special this was, uh, how amazing this opportunity was to be inside this building, this historic building, at this time where it's at right now. And we couldn't have got a better tour than what we got here. And so it's so amazing that we were able to, you know, uh, use 3D printing and have the NASA social opportunity, obviously, um, to have this opportunity and a big thanks uh, goes to our tour guide, uh, Greg Hale, who um, was our amazing, amazing tour guide. Uh, he worked at the VAB for years uh, during the space shuttle era. Uh, like I guess he knew a lot about the transition from when it went from Apollo to space shuttle, and uh, just do it's it's a it's this tour that you you won't get unless you get someone who had worked there for 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 years. Um, amazing person. I mean, all the people we met there were amazing. Uh, it was a great time. But I'm talking too much. We need to get into this video. So uh, you're gonna see this tour. It literally is gonna be us walking in, and then we basically go through the entire tour. Um, and so I hope you enjoy this amazing opportunity and get to see the sheer size and immensity that a space program gives that and, and, and seeing it in the condition that it's at lets me gives me evidence to come back to you the listeners and the viewers to say that you know there's a lot of things that can be written online about what's going on in the space coast and and artemis and whether it's going to happen um Given my experience, NASA is is going for this. Like this isn't just something that's being talked about, and there's no action being had. They're going after it, and it's very exciting to see, uh, especially seeing three rockets vertical on the space coast. Um, I can't. I don't even know when that has happened. You know, probably not even in my lifetime. So um, that's that's incredible and we are seeing the glimmers of this push towards space. We've been watching it here, paying attention to it here for at least five years with Today in Space, and I can tell you there is momentum, uh, and it's, it's there. So let's get into this episode. I've talked too much. Welcome to the tour of the Vehicle Assembly Base at NASA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the VAB, people. Vehicle Assembly Base. And we are just told some of these cranes were actually used to assemble Apollo. So that's the Saturn V. I mean, that's what this thing was built. Go! Come here. Hold hands. This is our scale. 
<laughs> I wish I'd take you upstairs, but I can't. Come on, guys. Can you hear me back here? Wow. Three turkeys in there. All right, I'm gonna start. The, I'm gonna start. The, start. Okay. Welcome to VEB. I worked in this building for about eight years during my career out here, stacking boosters in there. The boosters and the uh, would come in through that door and our door down there, well, along with the uh, shuttle. The tank would come in through this door right here. It depends on where they're manufactured at. They bring in and bring in there. We'd pull the tanks in through this door here, take pick it up and put them over in the old high bays on the left hand side. There's two fuel cells in either side over there where we took the tanks and dropped them down in there, mm -hmm. processed them everything. Back on this side over here was to the, where we we stacked. Okay. Bring the boosters in. You had to have the mobile launch platform inside the high bay. This is transfer aisle. Okay, this is no, no stacking was done in here. We processed the stuff here, picked it up, and went over the 16th floor right here. See the rail up there? That's 16 floors up. Wow. Okay, drop it back down there. We had to go 16 floors up because we needed that other crane in here. And we couldn't take that crane down. So that crane, you needed two cranes to grab anything, pick it up because it all come in here horizontally. And you pick it up, spin it. The bottom, the low grade crane would pick it up, pull it up over, and drop it down inside. Get down here, you'll look at the opening up in there. Open, open the opening going into the high bay right there. That high bay right there dictated how big our wingspan was on the or orbiter because we wanted a little bit more wing so we could glide a little bit more. Well, we couldn't because we couldn't get it through the opening. As you had when we picked it up, we had to turn a 45 degree angle and slip it in there and then turn it and then drop it back down. So, this building right here it made the shuttle what the size of it is today or was. But this is the low bay right here. The, uh, this, this building was built back in the early 60s for the Saturn program. This uh, first stage was processed in the floor, bottom floor back down here. Second stage was in these cells right here. Third stage was back over here. So as they, as they stacked up, they would pick it up and move it over into, into the high bays and everything. But we always used high bay one and, and uh, three down there. So you got four high bays. This building is 527 feet tall. And no, it doesn't rain in here, okay. <laughs> but it does, okay? Because if you get up around the 37th floor or something like that, the, the moisture will come in there and it'll drop down and it will it'll actually condense and turn into rain droplets, but then it, it breaks them up again and goes back into moisture again about 10 stories down. So That's crazy. Technically, no, it doesn't rain in here, but I've had raindrops on my face. So, <laughs> so you, you can't say it does rain in here. Okay. Um, the building was originally built to go another 120 feet up. Uh, Ron Braun and them was going to build another bigger, bigger, bigger rocket, yeah. and it was going to be two more high bays out, out further out right there. Oh my there. gosh! So we we flipped real quick from the from the Apollo program to the shuttle program, so we only had about about two and a half, three year span in there. So a lot of the stuff that we cut into, we used the wiring and stuff like that. We were still using the old the old Apollo stuff and everything. Now that we've shut down, they ripped all that stuff out. There was cable trays. Mm -hmm. You see the cable trays are look like the ladders right here. Those things are full of cables. Those, wow. those are cable trays and everything. Anyway, they were full of cables and everything, and they were just they I think it was uh, 700 loads of copper wire come out of here in the last five years. Wow. Just just to clean this place up and everything. Now it's all gone to fiber optics and everything. So one wire the size of your finger did 10 of those cables. <laughs> And all the computers now are all gone. 
they're all using these small laptops and everything. But rockets are launched off of laptops now, basically. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. The whole back side of the, the uh, firing room at one time was nothing but a Unifact reel to reel. Remember the old ones that had the reel to reel? Uh, oh, my God. In there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that whole thing back in there. That's what we launched off of. Wow. You sit there and you sit there and watch them just fly back and forth and everything. <laughs> that room's empty now. Wow. They hold them all off at the salvage yard. So, anyway, if you guys want to walk this way, we'll walk on down. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I guess we big Home Depot. Yeah. No. Oh my god, look how tall this is so crazy. Wow, it's bigger than we got. <laughs> There's so much more. Oh my god. The vertical is looking up. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, this is what it looked like when you were in the shuttle days. Oh wow. Yeah, more than Okay. Please. Let's go, guys, down there. Let's tighten it up. Let him get the rope. For food, yeah. you know, they'd like to ride the ride the oh, thing. Look at that. We had a uh, guys. Look at this. This is I. I don't even know if this is doing any justice, but this is just. This is so wild. How big this is. Looks like an Orion. No, maybe a CST Starliner concept. Maybe it's Orion. Most of the employees who were out here doing the shuttle program, wow. they got to come in here, sign the wall, and then they sealed the wall up, and then they can sign off everything on that there. Now, if you look back at the tower A right there, up on the 16th floor is everything that we found so far of the shuttle Columbia. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, we, we, we had a big hangar out at the runway. We spread it out, did an accident investigation thing and everything. So now, occasionally, might have some VIPs that we come in, we can take up in there. You can't take pictures or anything like that, but it's, it's pretty, pretty good. You know, you can see what, what caused the uh, accident and everything. It got the wing mopped up of the pieces of parts that they found, uh, everything that they've come. And usually about once every couple of months, we'll get a, we'll get a crate in from out in that area from, from pieces and parts that, that people think, you know, we get people up caps beer burned up beer bucks of cans or something like that somebody takes a shuttle <laughs> they still bring it in here to categorize it look at it make sure of what it is test it and everything if you are a university or something like that or some type of scientific people that want to do testing on thermal engineering and like that NASA will loan you a piece wow but you don't destroy it you study it you know because some of the metals that we had in there failed some of it didn't fail stuff you would have thought would have failed didn't fail hmm. and, and burn up in there so that's what they got in there. and then there's a room up there that has that's what was left of the roof department that's in there you can't nobody sees that in there so wow. that's uh it's hard to get anybody up there every once in a while they get approved i'll get a few people while i can't take a large crowd usually more than more than five or six people oh, wow. in there. but anyway um Everybody remember Transformers 3? Mm. Filmed right here. Really? <laughs> <laughs> part of it on top of the building, part of it right here and everything. Wow. Uh, 
Now, when you get in here and you look up, okay, now, now you're in the high bay. You see the two big cranes up there? The, the one on the left is the newer one, and then the, the other one's on the right-hand side is the original original crane there. The reason we put the newer one up in there is because it, it picks up, it, it's 325 tons for the pickup. Yeah, just a little bit of weight. Wow. Just a little bit. I mean, it might be able to pick me up. <laughs> My doctor says it's going to die, but I haven't done it yet. <laughs> Seafood diet. If I see it, I eat it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, that right there is the mock-up of the, uh, the Orion. Orion, yeah. yeah. Anytime we build it, we start building a new, new vehicle and everything, we'll mock it up and put it down in a high bay hmm. and everything. So. Make sure it fits and everything like <laughs> yeah. that? You get you get all the engineers, and they say the platforms are this, 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 and this, and not really will work. Yeah. So once you get it mocked up in there, then you can start moving the stuff. And wow. Sometimes it's, it's an inch off, and it needs to be dead off. Now, how much of a mock-up is it? Just the external and, like, weight, or...? No, everything. Everything. Wow. The boosters, That's we wild. We just had the, the, the center core, the, the uh, Artemis, mm. had it down here. It weighed exactly what it did. Wow. <laughs> they had it down here for about a month, picking it up, moving it around. See, they never moved it before. Mm. So they got train crews got to relearn how to pick up what, what pieces of parts we had before. How far up did the Saturn V go? We did about about twenty feet of ceiling. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's so high. Thank you, sir. So now I gotta be here. There's our Orion mock-up. That's actually flown around the moon. Well, not this one, but they've done a test launch already. Right there is one of the old mobile launch platforms right here. Oh, wow. If you look at this red dot right here, okay, when we, picked, we brought the shuttle in here, <coughs> we had to pick it up. We turned it into 45 degree angle. That was the tail right there. What? Okay. We had, we had, what we did was we let it hang for about four hours, okay, to get all the wobble out of it. This place was sealed up tight. You double doored in. When you come into the building, you double doored in. Okay, you didn't want anything moving. Summertime, it's hotter than heck. Wintertime, it's colder than heck. You had these flame retardant coveralls on. Wow. So anyway, that was the center of the tail. Right back out there. It hang here for about four hours during that time frame. They take pictures of all of the tiles and everything. Before and after picture and everything. From the time it left the floor to the time it was hard down on, in, on the tank, it was about 24 hours. And they changed the crew out, you know. When it would go up, go over, you turn the head course, I told you it had to go 45 degrees into, into the opening up there on the 16th floor. Up there, see where the yellow rail is? That's 16. It'd go in there and they turn it. Every level up there, there was some guy had a big long pole with a big old rubber paddle on the end of it, just in case it got, I mean, it was within 18 to 20 inches of touching. God. You don't want to touch. <laughs> not, a, not a good day to touch there. So once they got it in there, then we'd get in there and bolt it up to the, to the tank and everything. The crane would come off of it, we'd take the strong back and pull out and everything. We left the shuttle in here for about a week. Most of our work was done at the pad. Four, four to five weeks was done at the pad, all the cryos and everything. We didn't have any high upper galls or anything in this building. All was the hazardous in here was a solid rocket boosters. So, during the, during the Apollo program, there's probably anywhere between 2,000 people at any given time in this building. 
during the shuttle program, maybe two, two fifty. Had a job in this building, and you weren't in here. <laughs> and all these towers right here had different offices and everything. We didn't use them that much. Wow. Uh, during the Apollo program, all these towers were full of that. They were office buildings. They were no O's, B1 or 2. They were, everybody was in here working seven days a week. Living here, yeah. They, they lived here. <laughs> they had camping trailers out in the parking lot. <laughs> there was a lot of divorces because people that weren't coming home. Yeah. Just working, just working. yeah. Shuttle wasn't that bad. We did work 24 hours a day, seven days a week out here for 30 years. But not good. a large amount of people. We were locked down to a 12 hour shift. We had to go, we worked six days straight. We had to have 48 hours off. And we had to work 12 hour shifts. Occasionally, it had to be right at the launch time. I worked some longer hours because it was just, you had to. Waivers written. Mm-hmm. You know, the boss would have to write the waivers like crazy. You know, you had to do it. You know? Wow. You just couldn't get a couple of waivers. Um, Wait, what do they make here now? Uh, n- well, they assemble some things, like, uh, not much. Yeah, ultimately it would be SLS. Yeah. It's a space launch system, so that's NASA's next option for, like, moon and, and further. Um, they use the uh, engines from the space shuttle. And the uh, Orion, that's what's going to send. Hey guys, move to the side, please. Um, they asked us to some money on the table and says, we'll give you this kind of money and finish your degree up. No. So, after the third time, they applied. The money got taller, and of course, the degree stayed on the table. And I went, okay, I'll move. They said, we'll move you too. I said, okay. What, what degree? So I went to school here. They had they had it all set up here. We went to school at night. I got two hours a day during government time to study. And I was an old guy, and I had to have a tutor. And I probably bought it some little girl Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, help me, I got a test tonight. <laughs> How much you got? No, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> that's that stuff money that NASA gave me. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the, uh, yeah I was tutored to three of my, I was, I was 35, 36 years old. I had been in school in years. Hey, it was worth a trip. It was worth a trip up there. Mm. It's cool. It's a wow. Story. That's uh,
steal some of your footage. Yeah. Fine. I know, I've just been like, yeah. I mean, I've been here before, so I'm not as like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's freaking amazing, but. Um, no, I'll send you. Do you want like something? Plus boosters in here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, these those these are mock-ups. Like I told you, everything's mocked up first. They're mocking these things up. They're doing the doing the uh, these these boosters are basically the same boosters we had when we were doing shuttle stuff. Wow. They were the same company and everything, same diameter. They, just, they change things around a little, a little more, improving everything. So we don't go over there and get too much of noise in the back. But if you look over here in this high bay over here, that's that's where the new uh, SLS is going to be stacked right here. Oh wow! That, okay. that launch tower we sent out to had it had be will come back in here, and wow. they'll, they'll, they'll inter, start integrating it back into the building. The right it was in here for a while. Went out to the pad for integration, that'll airport. come back for its final integration, and then that's when they'll start bringing flight hardware in for the first, first stack up. Wow. I'm sorry, Greg, this is a flight hardware booster? No, this, this is mock up. This is the mock up. Mock up. Yeah. There's no flight hardware in this building right now. Um, probably if it was flight hardware, if that was flight hardware in this building, it would be, 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 be loaded fuel. That's, right. That uses solid fuel. That solid fuel inside that booster looks like the pink eraser on the end of a pencil. And it's got a, it's a big donut in there. And when it comes in from, from Utah, you've got to crawl in that thing and do a grain, what they call a grain inspection. You've got a flashlight and a magnifying glass, literally a big magnifying glass. And you've got a balance stat. Grounded, you got a ground strap wow. tied to you, your wrist and everything. So they want because if it sparks, you're gone. You know, that's it. <laughs> but that stuff <laughs> will give you a migraine headache. That was probably oh, the worst man. job out here was doing that grain inspection. You guy, huh? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> All the engineering that was that was NASA was the first one in there. Thank, go look at it and uh, see see what it was going. Make sure there's no what it is. There, make sure there's no cracks in it. Because that crack would, would cause it to burn that way and it would get hotter in that one area. Oh. So if you had a crack in there, you had to go get the guys from Utah to come down and they would trim that to make it smooth. It had to be perfectly smooth. Because when that thing lights, it lights from the top to bottom. It doesn't burn down. It burns all the way through. So there's a, there's a, what they call it, a uh, sparkler that shoots a flame. And it lights and shoots a flame from the top dome all the way to the, the, the bottom. In fact, it blows the, the what they call a plug, which is a piece of star foam at the bottom to keep dirt and stuff getting inside it blows it out the bottom of it and it just it's just like a big blowtorch and it burns top to bottom the dome is really real high pressure dome my whole life i've always seen the jobs and these guys and i've always wondered what was in it now i know what's in it and i know who works in it no i'm not so sure i can tell my kids but you know, you know, everybody thinks about well, everybody works out here as engineers. You know, they're not. They're technicians. Mm. 
if you go to to, to a school for technical, technical work so, like like you're so you're, you're, you're welder or you're like, like that, or a machinist, that's that's these jobs here. They, 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 we, the engineers don't usually touch the hardware. The technicians, the guys that blue collar workers are the ones that put this thing together. Put all the engineers together, you might have a couple thousand engineers out of 22,000 people out here. System techs, technicians out here. Uh, AMP mechanics, like AMP mechanics, they know they've got a good handle on aviation type stuff. This is basically what it's like. Hybrid So that was, that, you know, that, that was where you I've never been so impressed. Read that book on Mike Rowe here. I mean, the country is gone. Everybody has to be an engineer, engineer, engineer. Well, can't because who's going to build the cars? Who's going? Who's going to make? Who's going to build the houses? Who's going to? You know? Who's going to grow your food? And I mean, it's nice. I mean, I just fell into a dumb, like a dumb pool, you know. <laughs> I was a farm kid, you know. I joined the army to fly helicopters. That's all I wanted to do was fly, you know. And I wound up playing with rockets the rest of my career. You know? I, I, I chased the money in the retirement chase. Wound up well. Uh, I have fun. <laughs> my wife and I, we get up. To, yeah, I get, yeah. I, I get to hang out with the cool people. You know, when I'm not hanging with the cool people. I'm hanging out with my cool, cool wife. <laughs> we get up in the morning, and go. You know, we're going that way. We go. You know? That's awesome. Uh, trust me, it's, it's, you know, I'm at, in fact, I met my wife out here. I, I've wow. Been single for all my most of my life, so wound up met a very nice young lady. We uh, we enjoy life. There's, there's facilities there. Gentlemen, oh, good. Thank, you. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> All right, we're leaving the VAB. But this is this is just history. This is where it all started. This is where Saturn V was built. Apollo, space shuttle, and soon SLS. Speechless. Someone that likes to talk a lot, and I am speechless.